Are you wondering how to engage your patients between visits while reducing wait times for visits for others? Yeah, me too. Welcome to Team Up, a podcast where we talk about team-based primary care in British Columbia. I'm Sarah, a medical anthropologist and team member in the Innovation Support Unit in the Department of Family Practice at the University of British Columbia. And I'm Morgan, a family doctor and also a team member in the Innovation Support Unit. Now, you might already have a practice website, and you might have a more interactive patient portal as part of your EMR tools, too. Both of these can help improve access and connection for patients. They can also make your life easier as a team and save some time as well. For me, I think about a portal as being a way for patients to interact with their team and the practice asynchronously, which makes it different from telehealth. And a portal can be really simple. It can be a static website with an FAQ and contact information, and it can also be more than that. So let's dive in and explore a few ways in which a patient portal can make your primary care team more accessible and help patients feel more connected. So let's start with an easy one, helping patients get to know their team. And you can do this just on a practice website that's static. Just put up information on why you're a team and who you are as a team. And then also put up information about each person. It doesn't have to be a lot. Something personal that you're willing to share, some areas of clinical interest. So I also suggest some quotes actual quotes from each person on the team, why you like being a care provider. Something like, as a nurse, I love seeing young families when it's time for their regular checkups. It's a great way to see all the changes and and talk as parents about what's happening and what to expect next. It's a great place to provide support to new moms and dads. If I read that as a new parent, I would love to go see that nurse. And photos are great too. Now these can be fun. You can use a cartoon filter for everyone if you want. But I suggest spend a little bit of time and have good framing and good lighting and have them consistent. So that way it shows through that consistency that you're a team. Next step up with a patient portal is that you can start to manage some simple tasks more efficiently. And the portal allows for some back and forth interactivity. So simple things like appointment scheduling, helping patients check status of referrals and request prescription renewals. All of those things can be in a portal. And that will reduce administrative time for sure and time for clinical team members when people come in and ask to see, say, a physician or a nurse. And then the question is only, what's the status of my referral? And the status is, I haven't heard back yet. And that's not a very helpful visit. That's one of those areas that a portal can really help. And then through that, primary care teams can save a lot of time and they can batch those answers back if they even need to respond, if it's not automatically on the portal. The next level up from there is getting patients to engage with their own clinical information. So beyond asking for appointments or checking status of things, now they can start to look at things like their medical record or their test results. And through a portal, that's really very helpful. Now in in BC, we already get labs through a provincial portal, and you can encourage patients to look there. And that can be really helpful for patients with chronic conditions. So a patient with diabetes, for example, can look at their A1C test result. You've coached them about what that could mean and what to do next, and they know if they should book an appointment sooner, if it's above a certain level or not. So you can really tailor the practice based on patients self-managing using that data that they didn't have access to before. And this can really empower patients to take control of their health. And you can also direct based on the whole team. So if it's between this level and this level, see a nurse. If it's surprisingly high, come and see me quickly and and let my staff know that it's surprisingly high. 
those sorts of things really then change the way the whole team can triage and get to see the right person at the right time. Next and beyond that is not just information or data. Now we're going to talk about communicating with the team. And this is a different workflow for a team, but I think it's a, a step going forward where a portal can be really helpful. You know, the FAQ can answer common questions that is a bit more static. But if you can start to do two-way communication through secure messaging, that can provide a lot of extra capacity and does so in a couple of different ways. First off, when people message, and as long as the expectations are set, they know that not to put anything critical in there and the timing is going to be not quite real time. First off, you can batch the responses. So you can look at them over a block and respond to a bunch of them all at once, back to back. But also you can share that responsibility across the team. And because these are typically, they're meant to be less urgent, then you know a number of people across the team can start to review this. It does not have to be the family doctor or the nurse practitioner who reviews all the messages. So that spreads that demand and builds the capacity across the team. It then also has the benefit of in reducing some of the unneeded face-to-face visits because they get dealt with through the portal. And that saves time for both the providers on the team and the patients, which is great. So there you go. There's a few ideas of how to use a, a portal. And depending on where you're at, there's a couple things you could do as sort of a next action. You could think about if you're a coach talking with a practice and seeing where they're at and maybe adding a little bit of information to their website. If they do have a scheduling portal, you know, encouraging patients to use that, having a campaign to use our online booking tools, those things will be helpful just to build capacity. And as a team, talk about where you spend a lot of time, what phone calls, what questions keep coming up for your MOAs, for the nurses, for the doctors, for the nurse practitioners, for the whole team, and start to put up the common ones with the same answers up on your website, up in the portal. And that'll be an easy way to start to answer those questions and then remember to direct people. Don't forget, we do have an FAQ for things like this. You'll see it starts to speed up the process up quite a bit. And if you're more advanced, then think of one of those other topics, other ways of engaging patients more interactively through a portal. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Team Up. I was going to wrap up this mini season on technology for primary care teams here, but we've actually had a few requests for some other topics and episodes. So I'm going to keep going and adding in a few more topics. Until our next episode, keep working together and building a stronger primary care system.